everyone, welcome into my mind. I am Abigail Ibuenga, your host, a textile designer and researcher, and you're listening to Another Day, Another Random Thought. First off, I would like to really, really apologize to everyone who's been listening to my podcast. I haven't been active on here. I've had a lot going on the past month with deadlines and work and just just so many things going on, but then all that is sorted and I'll be dropping more episodes of what I I am randomly thinking about so today i am going to have a quick ramble on old school music and music of the 80s um why i feel they are important specifically african oldies why i feel those type of musics are important how they've influenced me how i think that they have influenced others and yeah how much was there to learn so anyway before i continue um well i'm going to just start from an evil um, perspective sorry tongue-tied uh in the 70s nigeria in the 70s the evil people were seeing a kind of renaissance in terms of sound and language and that is actually what gave birth to a lot of the different dialects that we have in the Igbo land today Due to colonialism and the loss of our um, cultural identity from colonial masters and enslavement, and after Nigeria getting their independence, I think about um, 10 years ago with the civil war and everything, the Igbo people were left with bits and pieces of what they felt was authentic Igbo culture to place together and push out this narrative of being a proud people bringing back what they thought was lost this includes costume our dialect our food so many things were recycled and a lot of music and songs from um from during the time of war and biafra were recycled mind you a lot of the pioneers of a new style of Igbo modern culture where children from the civil war so they wanted to uplift themselves and i think this is where our old school music comes in this is where our victor waifu comes in this is where we have the likes of um chief oliver the cook um so yeah and this is where we also have the likes of onyeka owenu people who were becoming more expressive now when we talk about old school music what do you think about a lot of nigerians particularly would straight up go to felakuti felakuti was someone who was arguably born with a silver spoon in his mouth his mother if i might i might be wrong correct me if i'm wrong i feel she was one of the the first person to drive a car was she the first person to drive a car i don't know all i know is that she was my namesake or am i wrong hmm I really don't know. But anyway, Sha Fela was actually one of those who was really privileged to school abroad. And I think any Nigerian who is abroad must have had the same epiphany that Fela Kuti had. He became very aware of the um, cultural political bias that is in the world against people that look exactly like him. He forfeited what he actually came there to study and decided to go into music. He decided to tap into his African 
cultural identity through music and express his frustration and enlighten others through his musical talent and genius. Felakuti is someone who is recognized for making music that doesn't only move the soul, gives you a lot of vibes, but reminds you to come back home, reminds you who you are and makes you extremely politically aware. I have to say, with the influence of Felakuti while growing up, I think I'm a product of some of those his renounces, rena- African renouncers kind of thinking, renaissance rather, sorry. I don't know. I'm just tongue-tied today. Um, so yeah, another um, African oldie music um, artist that is really popular is Brenda Fassi. Brenda Fassi, she was a musician who had a lot of sass. She was a musician who was a no-nonsense person. She was expressive and she was just an African girl who wanted to have fun. But aside that, her music uh, encompassed everything that had to do with children, family and politics yes politics her music was one of those that that was used to emphasize the importance of africa as a mama land her music was one of those that campaigned for um mandela during the time he was in prison her music was one of those that celebrated mandela during the time of appetite so you i am if you look at someone like uh, maria makiba i think back in the day she broke the record for being one of the first African ladies to actually um, sing in front of a whole bunch of white people in the United States and she started I, I can't remember the speech but she started that particular concert with a very very strong sass and speech about how great Africa was. These were the pioneers and movers of shakers of African renaissance. These were the movers and shakers of that African dream. These were the people who inspired the likes of Bonaboy, Whiskey, and so many of them. You cannot talk about these pioneers if you are going to be talking about African music and African history. Hell no, because they were not just renowned for their music. They were renowned for actually trying to move change. Another artist that I really liked was Ivan Shaka Shaka. Chaka Chaka. I think it's Chaka Chaka. Why am I talking like this today? Forgive me. It's a random thought. So, yeah. Um, Yvonne Chaka Chaka was one who spoke. She was a South African young lady. And her songs always talked about, you know, you know that young, silly South African girl who is a bit naive, who is in love. She also, you, I don't know if you guys remember this, her song, Umpo Morte. I might be pronouncing it wrong and um, thank you Mr. DJ for playing my song she had this um, thing with her of being playing the ordinary realities of what it meant to be an African lady with poise she had this thing with her music of kind of like endorse, endorsing the African everyday. I don't know if you get what I mean. Like, you can be African, you can be an African woman, but you can have fun. Okay, I am looking at my cultural everyday items. Endorsing African beer, there's nothing wrong with it. It is just as good as any other alcohol out there because it is like African culture is all about dancing and enjoyment. That was even Chaka Chaka. 
um which other artists do i oliver the cook was just a vibe um that man's songs were filled with so much so much um proverbs and okay let's okay who knows this song my ego is not strong but i can't there's this song almost like that he sang i really like that song i can't remember right now but it's almost like live and let live live and let live he was someone who didn't just want any wahala his own is just to promote oneness in music and african culture the Igbo african culture and just sway to the beat play for people to enjoy onyeka Owenu was a woman that gave us a lot of sass ekwe unsobu in one package poise you understand you remember the song she sang with sunny ade um find your girl love it there for body <laughs> I don't know the rest of this song. I'm it's going to be a long podcast. But then, if there's something that um, Angelique Joy else as well, but if there's something that I really enjoyed about their music was the costume, the costume and how they actually blended pre-colonial ideal or what they thought was pre-colonial ideals together with. Um, the modernity that was reigning during the 70s and 60s and with the little influence of our black counterparts particularly in the united states it was just magnificent like i've never seen people dress like that fella cutie girls were always pink uh-uh. they were just pink like if you see the you know temporary tattoos on their bodies those patterns angelique joe her costumes were always on point however you could say it was her costumes were very um influenced by um black american culture as well but she was able to blend in some of her fun and yoruba influences in there the colors the patterns the sass oh my god i can't brenda fassi was a fashion icon that's all i'm going to say point blank period that is all i am going to say that is all but yeah if anyone anyone who knows me knows that i am a very politically inclined person and i have to say the truth and give flowers to those people that made me very politically aware from a very young age and it was because of the type of music i was exposed to as a child i remember taking a drive with my dad sometimes when we're in the village he tells me cultural identity stories of my Igbo heritage and plays all these really politically aware songs like fella kuti salif keta who remember salif keta africa oh africa africa (laughs) they used to show it all the time on ait i loved it until today i see myself rocking those type of music see as a designer yeah i will not lie to you though the expressive nature of those music videos from the 70s and 80s were a huge influence to me in terms of how i express my textile designs today there and that was one of the reasons why i decided to go into the arts because of how powerful the arts are you cannot say you cannot talk about african african um, political history without mentioning a few musicians like lucky dube brenda fasi felakuti hell no you can't you you can't do that they had an important role to play 
and honestly i am just so blessed that i am so aware of all this music they inspire me they keep me at ease and anytime i feel low in spirit and i i know i want to push myself that is always my go-to i guess maybe that's why i like people like bonabo and yemi alade i don't know if you do it and both of them have they've been collaborating with angeliki joe of lately like i just i i love people are always saying yemi alade is singing nonsense but almost if i'm going for a yemi alade concert i want to experience the whole of africa the little that i know of other african places i will have to give yemi alade some credit for it because i love how she's bringing this kind of pan-african vibe people don't actually know this but yemi alade is actually very academically inclined when it comes to music bonaboy as well i like those two i love those two anyway that's my ramble about all these tell me what your thoughts are maybe in my comment section on my instagram i don't know this is not youtube but till the next random thoughts guys bye